Welcome back to the Menopause Movement Podcast. I'm Dr. Michelle Gordon. Thanks so much for being a part of this. This week, we are going to show you episode eight of the Dr. Michelle Gordon Show. What we do here is we recap our Spanish adventure with Molly and Dr. Val, and we kind of go through what went right, what went wrong, and just kind of talk about our whole adventure. Enjoy it, and thanks so much for going on this journey through Spain with us over the last eight weeks. Molly McCarthy Openshaw. That's me. Is the founder of Mood Swing Wines. We're drinking Mood Swing Wines here. This is the Memory Lapse Merlot. We have the peach bubbles over there. This is the peach bubbles. It's really actually very good. Really um, good. What I love about, about the Mood Swing Wines is that it, it really pokes fun at women as we age. So it pokes fun at the menopause. Um, and this, <laughs> this lady, what's her name, Flo? Well, Aunt Flo, I can't go back to the day. Aunt Flo wearing a red dress. So, of course, uh, she's sitting on a on an ice cube because she's so hot from her hot flashes. So it's it's really fun. Uh, Mood Swing Wines, you can get it online at uh, moodswingwines.com. Um, so Molly founded that in 2010? I'm having a little memory lapse. Oh, you don't remember? Three years ago. 2013. 13. 2013. Sold my first. So can you just tell the story of how you started it? Because it's a really great story. Uh, The long or the short version? Because you know me, I can talk forever. Okay. Um, About your friend. Yeah. yeah. My friend Serena, my best girlfriend, um, was going through a divorce, studying to go back to school to get her RN. I came to her house one day. She was in tears. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? And she's like, I don't know. I think I'm having hot flashes. My mother went through menopause, you know, like around her age. And I'm like, I'll be right back. So, of course, I run to the store, go look for some wine because obviously we love wine, our go-to wine. I couldn't find anything on the shelves that would even make her remotely happy. I mean, anything that had like a smiley face on it, right? Um, And so didn't find anything that would bring a smile to her face. So I went to the go-to wine and brought it back to the house. Of course, we polished off the bottle. But that night I thought, my God, there is nothing in the marketplace for any woman that would be going through menopause, right? Well, in between the hot flashes and the night sweats and all that, I would be waking up in the middle of the night and like Googling and like looking to see if there was anything like it in the marketplace. And there wasn't. And the more and more that I kept waking up, these ideas kept coming to me about what my, my label should look like and what my my um, my message to women would be like and what flow would look like. I mean, she's not skinny by any stretch of the imagination. She's kind of curvy. Um, and so these things just came to me. I thought, oh my gosh. So when um, my girlfriends took me to Maui for my 50th birthday, it was one of those things where I kind of shared my ideas and they said, Molly, if you don't do it, someone else is going to come around and do it and you're going to kick yourself in the, you know. And I thought, you know what, I think I'm onto something. And I just stormed through the offices of some friends that I knew and developed the idea, the concept, and the message to give to women. Yeah. And it has been so incredible. I mean, there's nothing like it in the marketplace. So Molly is also, she's the, uh, the only wine, the Smooth Swing Wines is the only wine at Menopause the Musical in Las Vegas at I Harrah's. Exclusive wine. The I know that only just happened wine. last September. So that's, that's Molly's story. Tell me about your... How you got into primary care? I really became a doctor because my father was a doctor. And I really liked, I know that's kind of like a quirky adage, helping people. Um, So that's why I did it. And I enjoy my job. I still enjoy my job despite many of my colleagues not enjoying their job. I still enjoy helping people find help. So what's your favorite 
favorite part about about what you do? Uh, education. Education. Trying to educate people or patients on um, better lifestyle. And what's your biggest pain point? Um, the bureaucracy of medicine, the uh, paperwork, the we have to answer to Big Brother on a daily basis. That's my Achilles heel of medicine. So Molly is uh, the owner of Moonswing Wines, and we've got a couple of her bottles here. We're drinking Peach Bubbles. We've got uh, Memory Lapse Merlot. Uh, but also, Mo Molly's a nurse, and she works for CVS Caremark. So Molly, let's hear a little bit about your nursing. Yeah, here. well, um, for the last 10 years, um, I've been working for Omnicare Pharmacy, and we transitioned to CVS, which you mentioned. Um, been working as a nurse consultant for the last 10 years. Love it. Like Val, one of the biggest pieces of my job is education. I love educating the nurses. Um, so what I really do is I work along with the pharmacist, and I go into skilled nursing facilities to get them state compliant. Wait, wait, wait. What, what's a, what's a skilled nursing facility? Well, long term care, what? nursing homes. Oh, right? a nursing, nursing home. Homes, right? oh, okay, yeah, okay. Old nursing homes, oh. right? Skilled nursing facilities. So I go into these buildings uh, to really get them state compliant as it pertains to a pharmacy. You know what I mean? We go in and I look at medication carts, medication rooms to look for pristine looking rooms. So when the state comes in, you know, the deficiencies are few or none. Um, and then the education part, I get to follow nurses on their med pass and make recommendations for change to make sure they're following the compliancy and the, and the laws that are laid out by the state. So it's really, it's an exciting job. I've been doing that for 10 years, but ready to say goodbye to that and hello to Mood Swing Wines <laughs> all the time. That's, That's awesome. my goal. Yeah. Of all the nights that we had on the trip, I think my favorite night was the Reserva Iberica <laughs> with Antonio Hidalgo. Yeah. You enjoyed that night, though. You that was my really favorite night, that night because you know I got to I got to interview Antonio Hidalgo. Yeah. Got to talk to him about where he learned how to cook, and uh, you know he's got such an amazing story because he learned how to cook in Hong Kong, and uh, he's got this you know this really really great restaurant in Palma de Mallorca. Yeah, I and mean, we had everything on the menu. It was so good. It was really good. It so was fun. We really had a good connection. Yeah. I, I like that guy a lot. So, what was your favorite moment from the trip? Um, I think the. The, I don't remember the, the name of the place that we went to where you guys jumped in the water. The, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that was Valdemosa. Valdemosa. And we jumped in the Mediterranean Sea. That was so that warm. Was I double dog dared you. You were not going to get in. I wasn't. No, you were not. I looked at Chris and no. Chris said, go ahead. And we jumped. That was like oh the my most God. amazing and the money, thing ever. Actually, if you look at the yeah, footage, my fanny pack, <laughs> the money comes out from the back of my thing. I was like, well, what am I going to do? And we were freezing It was cold. cold. We ate outside at that restaurant. And yeah. that's when, that's when yeah. we talked about... She was, um, yeah. Katya. And when Katya was talking about her, her, her bladder problem. Right. And you talked and about exercises. We talked about Kegel exercises. Yeah. I can run. Well, I can, I can jump. Like at the gym with Chris, <laughs> Bob or Carl would say, hey, let's go on the box. Let's jump you on the box, box, box jumps, and you go sideways. And Nope. Not for me. <laughs> I don't do, do that. Nope. I think what you need to do is see a urogynecologist first mm -hmm. and get various different what we call urodynamics mm -hmm. to see what's going on with the bladder and the flow. And that's how they can determine whether or not you have various different issues with your bladder tone. Uh, but many women have a weak pelvic floor, so they can go in there and do a reconstruction. Sometimes they use collagen injections of collagen, you have to really discuss that with a urologist that does GYN. 
So what, what was your favorite? There were so many favorite moments. I love the Mediterranean Sea. Jumping in that was like exhilarating. That was yeah. really awesome. Um, even though it was not fun bleeding all over Mallorca, probably the best day was riding up that hill. And I just froze and whoosh, and I went into the wall, this beautiful wall, completely decorated with my blood now. What happened is all of a sudden my gears just kind of just stuck. And then I started pedaling and I had no power at all. I couldn't do anything. And I couldn't declip and I just went right into this thing. The funny thing is, is my, I, I, I saw that you were at the side of the road, I think. <laughs> I think I and there were a lot of people around I you. Know, and right. so I didn't, nobody said, hey, stop or anything like that. And, and you so were focused, you were driven. I, right, I was, right? well, yeah. That's I mean, why you were there. I was really sad that I crashed. I mean, I wasn't thinking, okay, I'm bleeding all over the place. And I just wanted to get right back up on my bike and go. I was that excited. And that yeah, pumped. but you broke it. Whatever. <laughs> you, right? you had pretty nasty scrapes. That's pretty bad road rash. It was really bad. You were picking all that stuff out of my arm. I went and looked for cream for you. Remember? <laughs> you totally did. And what was it? Decadron no, no, cream? Ba or something? Back to band. Yeah. When I got on that bike, I was just so, I mean, the beauty of Mallorca was just amazing. And I'm like, I was just like taking it all in that I really didn't feel like I was on a bike. Because, you know, back home, I'm consciously aware of, oh, my God, it's 115 degrees out here. I'm sweating. I can't breathe. I need more water. I'm going to throw up. But, you know, when I was in Mallorca, I mean, it was like, I'm going. This is like so cool. And I'm climbing hills and I'm like loving life. It was awesome. Well, I think what's nice about going to a place like that is that um, every because because we've never been there before. Right. Every scene is new. New experience. And it was exciting. My favorite ride, though, was when we cut out of uh, Reed's Hotel, went left, and just free rode. That was so much fun. That was kind of like our warm earth. Was that the cat day? That was the cat day. Oh, God, that scared me. I didn't have time to even react. I was just like, I was talking to a goat previously, right before the cat. And there was a goat behind the gate. And I was like, hi, Mr. Goatee. And all of a sudden, something jumps out in front of me. And I'm like, the goat's coming after me. You the roads were the like wine. this narrow, though. Yeah, the, you know? the roads were They were, were really, narrow. really narrow. Yeah. But it was so much fun. I would love to go and spend like three months in Mallorca just training. Remember when we were riding in a group? Oh. And Katya and, and oh Christy got into like <laughs> Follow your GPS. It's I'm trying my GPS with everybody saying at a row, okay? I'm trying hard here. I think I just rode away from you all. Oh, no, you totally did. I did. I just like forgot I'm taking this drama, and what? I just ended up riding by myself. But that bridge, remember? I mean, what was that bridge that we had to go up and over, and we were like all scattered, and I'm hearing you, I'm hearing here. I'm like, what do I do? I mean... It was crazy. Yeah. And then when we get down up and over the bridge and start to cut over, there's just like this big cat fight going Look, on. Look, all like, I know is I just want to ride. yelling, Michelle, Michelle. And I'm like, And I'm huh? thinking, I should Goodbye. follow her. I should just follow Michelle. Well, I ended Michelle. up on this like really cool dirt path, yeah. you know, yeah. next to the railroad track. The best part about Antonio's uh, paella is you and I fighting oh, for the burnt The burnt crisp, crisp. Oh, my man. God. That, that was, so, was so awesome. It was good. It was really yeah. good. Antonio was fun. Yeah, he was. His house was beautiful. Wasn't it? Oh, my gosh. Taking the little staircase up to his top floor. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. 
that window, you just open the window and you can see all the tops of all the rooftops and then the, and the sunset. steeple and the sunset. I took a beautiful yeah. picture up there. It was gorgeous. It was. I'm like, where am I? It was like, and the bell started ringing. Moments. Yeah. It was fun. You had a little tiny kitchen and just everything about it was cute. That old farmhouse. Mm hmm. the Jose Ferrer Winery, you know what was great about it was that we got to see this amazing sunset, remember? Oh, that was pretty, yeah. So we're eating like whatever, like the eggplant and, and we're drinking the wine and we're talking about our bodies and, right. and we're all kind of sitting around. And Val wasn't there, but but you know, you were there. We get this beautiful sunset just overlooking the uh, the vineyard mm -hmm. and, and the grapes are there and, right. I, and that was gorgeous. It's pretty, pretty. What was it like for you to just kind of come and meet all these people that you'd never met before? Well, I think at first it was a little intimidating because I wasn't sure what to expect. I mean, we were all different kinds of women coming from different backgrounds, but I think social media gave us an advantage because we were talking to each other on Facebook and texting each other and sending pictures back and forth. I think we kind of started to develop that friendship before we even got there. So when we did get there, it was like I felt like I knew all of you guys. I mean, like like an old reunion of friends coming together. We're all hugging and dancing. Remember when we had that Skype call? Oh, when I had to go to the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all on the phone. I and, do. And all of a sudden, there's a toilet flush. <laughs> Did not. I, I totally did. I had to go really and so, bad. And so, so I think somebody said, somebody said, that's a toilet flushing. And Molly's like, yeah, that's me. I was like, oh, no, this is going to be something. Because didn't you guys all get to see each other on screen and I couldn't get on the, I could only yeah, do the, I think the so. you, yeah, you guys had video. Bad. Yeah, that was funny. No, it just, don't, don't you think that when we all came together, it was like we all had, well, you yeah. knew, um, a couple of the gals too. I, I didn't mean, I know. I went to high school you with know? Shannon. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I didn't know. And, and Christine had come to my house, and it was really to fun. Film. It was yeah. really fun. And we just kind of group hugged and danced a little, got on the bus, and yeah. So the first night that we were in Barcelona, we walked around this cute little mall, but we ended up in this market, and we ate a lot of tapas. And I have to say that I was super surprised that a lot of the tapas were fried. The thing that stuck out in my mind was the little rice yeah. fried with that's meat exactly, on Exactly, that's side. all I can think about is that little potty. Yeah. And everybody had a different variety. Everybody came with a different, different yeah. stuff on their plate. Yeah. That was fun, that little market. It's impossible to visit Barcelona and miss architecture by Antoni Gaudi. So here's this church in Barcelona that takes up, it's a whole city block, right? right? A whole city block that was started in the 1800s and is still not done. As you walk around it, you see different views of it. So there's like one side that's really exciting and then there's another side that's really depressing. And I think they do the whole Station of the Cross. It's, anyway, let's talk about it. What, do you, what did you think of Sagrada Familia? I just thought it was amazing this huge structure that made absolutely no sense. Exactly. No sense at whatsoever. all. Whatsoever. Isn't that the, like, that the weirdest thing about it? It's like... Gargoyles. Uh, yeah. Devils. Weird, weird. Well, this is an original. <laughs> it's like yeah. two plus two equals fish. Right. It was... <laughs> you know, I, I stole that from a movie, but... And, and I don't think it's ever going to be done. You say, what, 2035? It's never going to be done. I think they're just always going to keep building on... It's, yeah. It was weird to it, me. It, 
There was this market within walking distance from our hotel, and it was this huge market called St. Joseph's Market. And we went there to um, to check things out. On the way, I stopped and bought a really cool leather-bound book. And we actually, that's the day I bought the hats, and it's the day I bought the, the jackets, and oh, wow, it was really fun. But the market was beautiful. It was filled with color. And the thing I remember the most about the market is, so being on the street and looking to my left and seeing the market and, and this big, you know, farm fresh market, and then Marilyn Monroe That's, up, oh up in the, on the balcony to the right and just throwing kisses. Museum right? of Sex. Oh, is that what it was? It was the Museum of Sex. The Museum of Sex. And that's the one where Marilyn Monroe was coming? Was oh. throwing kisses. So tell me about the market. What did you guys think of the market? Other than Marilyn Monroe across the street. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Yeah. The the sights, the different colors, the spices. Yeah. Um, candy. Remember, I remember seeing the candy. Mounds of candy. Mounds of candy oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. All different kinds. Yeah. The smells of, of different things. Chocolate. Remember the big blocks of chocolate? Yeah. Um, it was just an amazing But market. they had, like, meats and cheeses and candy and cookies and, I mean, like, everything you can so imagine. So much fruit. I know. Yeah. Lots of fruit. Yeah, lots of fruit. Yeah. It was, it was an amazing experience. Did you buy anything at the market? I Any didn't, actually. I didn't. I don't think we had a lot of time there. Yeah. We walked, we through. walked through. We walked through the yeah. market, and then we walked around. We, we broke off from the group. filming for the TV show, we went to a flamenco dance studio and had private lessons. And I took ballet for many years and I don't dance anymore. And so just the thought of going to, to a dance studio to dance was, it was like, it was anathema. I did not want to do it. And so I was already really tense. They dressed me up with some weird thing on my head and uh, it was like really high. And I, I remember hitting, hitting my head as I was getting out of the cab. And um, this was the least enjoyable day of the whole shoot. And uh, you know, here I am trying to learn how to do this stupid dance and I was just uncomfortable and there were mirrors everywhere. That dancing was painful. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest reasons I never ran for cheerleader or song leader. Being in a mascot outfit and just acting stupid was much easier than that dancing. Right. Now, it was I, hard. It the was whole, the clapping ugh, and the coordination yeah, no, and- yeah. You know, the, the whole outfit and just, yeah. Just yeah, I didn't like the outfit. And, and actually, I mean, I thought she was amazing. Our adventure through Spain was, was really pretty amazing. What, what was your best favorite part? What, did you get a takeaway from the, the whole think, journey? A couple of things. Uh, the first was I was I really liked experiencing another culture, uh, the food, the Spanish people, uh, seeing the architecture. The uh, other factors of that was meeting people I've never met before, uh, and enjoying their company and and finding out about them. And the the third thing that I thought was very cool was having a bunch of women come together and cycle, ride, and in, enjoy each other's company. Cool. How about you, Moss? The whole trip. 
I mean, the whole trip was amazing. The opportunity of a lifetime. I mean, to be asked to come on the show, to prepare for the show, to be in the show. I mean, I've never rode a bike before. And just to get up those hills and do what I did was amazing. Um, the, the gift of your friendships, um, I couldn't have asked for. I mean, it's just amazing. Um, and the fun that we've had since the show. Um, but just the challenging part, I mean, really, who knew at the age of, what, 52, that I would be on top of a bike with other women riding through Spain, taking it all in. I mean, every day was just amazing. It was just so much fun. I think for me, it's, it's I, I have really cherished the fact that we've become friends. Absolutely. And I don't make friends easily, and so that's been, that's been really great for me. I think also... Um, I got a new love for training. Mm. So I, I didn't really, I mean, I used to ride the bike. Sure, I rode the bike a lot and I'd do these, you know, long rides or I did team and training, you know, for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. But for me, I think what has happened since this is that I have continued um, working with the same cycling coach and getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And that, that has been really great because I have realized that there's nothing I can't do. If, as long as I put some focused effort into it, anything I want to do is going to get done. That's pretty cool. So we didn't know each other at all before the show. And now because of the show, we've like developed this really great friendship and you came to France with us and you've been to our house and you might actually be coming to uh, Hawaii with us in November. So, you know, one of the things that, I mean, I think you are one of these people, and I've met a few, I've, like I know one other person who's very similar to you, where you just make friends. It's been nice to have, have you as a friend because you've, we've, we've been able to talk about menopause and whatever. Every time I pluck a chin hair, I think of you. <laughs> It's true, because because of the estrogen lounge. Well, you wouldn't let me even, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. You wouldn't even let me use your tweezers, so like. No, I don't share well. But no, that's. No. Tweezers, Not right? at all. Right? No, I don't share well. Don't ask to use my toothbrush either. Well, I couldn't use your hair dryer either. No, probably not. No, I don't, I don't Hence, share well. Val, can I borrow your hair dryer? Yeah, that's fine. I, I, I freely admit I don't share well, but that's, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. It's important to have friends, and it's been really great to be able to kind of talk to somebody about menopause right. and kind of going through it and whatever. And, um, you know, what I like is that you have things in common with me, you have things in common with Val. Right. And so, you know, you, you and Val are always talking about makeup and clothes, where I, I could care less <laughs> right. about makeup and right. clothes. Right. Right. And so it's been, it's been really great because it's been great to have you as a friend. And one of the things about, about going through something that everybody goes through um, that nobody wants to talk about is it's just it's nice to find a place where you can actually go and it's safe to talk. And we've created the workshop, menopauseworkshop.com, as a place where we're creating a community for women just to talk about their experience. And men, actually. Anybody who wants to come and, and understand menopause. At menopauseworkshop.com, you can sign up to be a part of it, and then you can uh, opt to be part of the Facebook community as well, where we will interact with you and answer questions as best we can. I think that's a great, um, something great for women yeah. or men uh, who actually have very busy lifestyles 
don't spend a lot of time socializing, but can have an online type of uh, friendship yeah. or community with a bunch of other people going through the same thing. Yeah. And, and we're not exclusive. There's, I've, I've been in, I'm actually in a few Facebook groups about women, uh, about menopause that are exclusively for women. And I think it'd be a nice place to be able to add some men in um, for women to talk about it. I mean, I suppose as the members come in, as you guys come in, we can decide if you guys don't want men in there, that's fine. We'll kick the men out. But, um, but we'll start out with, with anybody who wants to understand menopause better. And then if we need to spin off a private women's group, we can do that too. We've had such a great time remembering the show. We had a great time making the show. We loved Mallorca. We loved Barcelona. We don't know where we're going to take you next. So if you go to drmichellegordon.com, you upload a video about why you want to be on the Dr. Michelle Gordon show. And we're going to pick a winner or two or more. We haven't decided yet. So make sure you do that. Upload your video. We're going to take a look at it. Hey, thanks for listening to the, the Menopause Movement podcast and joining in. I really appreciate you. And if you liked it, please head on over to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a positive review. That will really help us out. And don't forget to sign up for the Menopause Workshop. You can sign up at menopauseworkshop.com. I'll see you there.